This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. everyone this is david welcome back behind the velvet rope let's just get right into it today because we are joined by the one the only miss kiki barth hi guys i'm so excited to be here with you thank you so much for having me what i is am going really on? excited this is gonna be so much fun are you in miami today i assume you are can't you tell it's so sunny in the back yes i am in the beautiful miami home is home I, well, I am in the Hamptons. I live in New York City, but I've been here all summer. But I am in Miami for all of February and March. So I'm on my way soon. So I shall see you soon. I love the Hamptons too, but it's starting to get cold right now. It's literally, I have the heat on. It's literally freezing. It looks sunny behind me, but it's not. It's <laughs> yeah, you look freezing. like you're somewhere in Miami or in some Caribbean island. It's really, well, listen, you know, I should say Kiki Barth from Real Housewives of Miami, but you know, before we talk about Real Housewives of Miami, I want to get to know you a little better. I know you were born in Haiti and you moved here when you were 13 years old. Correct. Do you have like memories of like Haiti before you moved here? Because I mean, I can't remember a lot about my childhood. So I'm always curious, like, do you have memories of growing up there to, to 13? Oh my God. Yes, of course. I feel like 13 years old. I'm already a teenager, especially as an only child. I feel like I was forced to grow up faster. So 13 in Haiti, you kind of like, it's almost like 17, 18. You're already like cooking, cleaning, doing everything. You're just not ready for a husband. But um, no, I remember everything from seven years old, maybe not. But from eight and up, I remember, and I still have the same friends in Haiti. Yeah, because wow. I still go very often, like once a month, I go just to reconnect with my people. Wow. And I know you moved here after the hurricane that kind of, I mean. No, 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 no. See, this is the thing. I think 
uh, after the, you, earth, the earthquake, right? No. No. If you're reading on the internet, on the internet, it's going to say all type of things. No, no, no. I moved here in 1999. So years ago, right before, way before the earthquake. Like, wow. But I was in Haiti two months before the earthquake. That November, I was in Haiti and the earthquake happened in January. But um, no, I didn't get infected by the earthquake at all. I don't know why somebody wrote it like that on the internet, but it's not true. Well, this is why I like to talk to people directly. <laughs> this is why when people are like during any season at Housewives, when they're like, did you hear this? I'm like, I don't believe any of it. I like to hear it from someone's mouth directly. And I make judgments based on, you know, meeting and talking to someone. I love you already. I'm so happy that you're clearing this because I was like, why is all of these things on the internet? Like, it's not true. And it doesn't say it every time, but it says it enough that it's like conflicting if you read and you go down that, you right. know, right. So you, you, you like, you moved here when you were 13. Right. So, you know, what was that like? I know like you didn't speak any English and I know, you know, your stepmother kicked you out of the house when you were young. So you were really on your own since you were young. Yes. So here's the deal. I came here. My mom, I'm an only child on my mom's side. Obviously, my dad have other kids, but I'm not close to them. Why? Because when I moved here, 13 years old, I'm going to school, trying to get my life, learning English. I'm still living with my dad and my stepmother. So at 15 years old, that's when she decided she didn't want me there. Things happened, but it's almost like they were blaming me for things that I wasn't doing. But it was like the evil stepmom, like, we need you out. We kind of just want us as a family. We don't want any outside kids, which is a big deal in Haiti. Like, if you were born outside of marriage, a lot of the time, the stepmom, they mistreat you because they're like, well, you're kind of not part of our group because you were born outside. But the funny thing with her is that I was born before marriage. I'm the first child. So she already, I was already there. But she didn't like me. She kicked me out. So I started really like being on my own at 15. And now I'm older, but um, yeah, I've been on my own since 15. Right. So, so you I'm were 15. And yeah, I mean, you should be. And you didn't speak a lot of English when you were 15 and you were I still out. feel like I don't speak English. <laughs> I still feel like, like I speak no English. A lot of the time I'm like, my Creole is a little messed up. What do I speak? Like, this is a question I ask myself all the time. Well, well I think you speak, yes, there's always room for learning in everything we do. But I mean, like, what did you do just like the day to day? So like, you know, you're 15, you know, you're learning, you're, you taught yourself, like, what do you do for food and money? Like, how do you survive? Well, well, it's not like I was like on my own, on my own a hundred percent. What happened is I still had a place to stay. I moved back to Palm Beach because my, my parent, my, my dad and my stepmother, they moved from Palm Beach, as soon as I arrived from Haiti, they moved from Palm Beach to Miramar, which is an area in Miami. And then while we're living in Miramar, two years later, that's when they, my, my dad was in Haiti and then my stepmother decided she didn't want me. So she told my dad, hey, we don't want her in, we're gonna kick her out. And my dad, he just believed everything she said because she planned the whole thing. He just believed her and kicked me out. Okay, no problem. So I spent like a week just sleeping around friends' house because I was in I was in high school, I was in school. So I had friends. I kind of like went from this friend to that friend. Thank God I had like very good friends. And then after that, I moved to Palm Beach to live with my step um with my auntie, my auntie Monique. And then from that point, 
it's pretty much she gave me a place to sleep, but I had to provide on my own. So that's when I started working at fast food restaurant, going to school at the same time, just trying to make hands meet because at the end of the day, I still had my mom. I was still responsible for my mom. So I had to make money to provide for myself, not only for me, also to send money to my mom to survive in Haiti. So it was a very tough upbringing, but things do change. Like, look at me now. So. Look at you now. So how did you decide you're going through all this when you're 15, 16, growing, like how did you decide you wanted to be a model? Like where, where did that come into the picture? Um, the whole modeling thing came about when I was, I was seven years old in Haiti. I was like this tiny and this tall, <laughs> like super, super long and skinny. So um, my, everybody was just telling me, oh, you should go to New York. You should go to New York. When you go to New York, you're going to become a model because you look just like, but I didn't know what modeling was. That's when I started hearing about modeling. But in Haiti, around the era where I was living, we didn't really have much TVs and this and that. So it was kind of like, okay, what is that? It's something that you do because you're skinny and tall. That was the whole thing. But I told myself, as soon as I go to New York, also in Haiti, we don't know all the states. When we talk about the United States, we're thinking it's Miami, Boston, Chicago, New York, like very limited. If you say Los Angeles, we are like, what, where? You know, cause a lot of Haitians, we don't know when, while you there, now we move here, we know, but in Haiti, we don't know. So um, I just kind of like, just decided like, okay, I guess when I get to New York, that's what I'm gonna do full time. And then when I move here, it was not the first thing on my mind, but I knew at some point I need to go to school because in Haiti school was very important. We have to get our education first. And this is why I was working so hard towards school so I can finish and start focusing on modeling. And then I got discovered. Everything changed. So what was that like when you first got discovered and started early in the business? When I first got discovered, obviously it was very exciting. I was doing it for the money, not for the look. Not for it. I was like, this is a job. I, I got to work and make money now. So I was excited. And I thought like this was going to be like easy. I'm skinny. I'm tall. But no, it's a challenge. It's a whole competition. It's like a beast. So um, I had to really refocus and say, wait a minute. This is not just a walk in the park. This is a whole bunch of other women that I have to compete with now. And like, I never give up. I'm a hardworking person. I don't give up. So I did what I had to do. And uh, it was not easy, but it worked out. Did you take the, because look, it's not, an, everyone thinks it's such a glamorous job, but you know, like you get rejected and you're told, I mean, were you like, you're too, you know, big, lose weight, you know, like all these typical things that you're picturing in your mind when someone's. Oh mind. yeah. Um, I used to get that all the time. I remember my first, the first time I got rejected, I almost wanted to kill myself. I was like, what's wrong with me? Everybody's saying I'm beautiful. I'm this, I'm that. Why they're not hiring me? It takes me a few years to realize just because they don't book you for the job doesn't mean that you're not good. I mean, here's the thing. We all love the housewives, right? That's all we talk about. Well, guess what? Now we have house guys. Listen, I honestly and truly have not been this excited about a reality show in like forever. MTV Friday nights, you guys, listen, they're about to get fabulous because now we have some real house guys. You know, we're going to be covering this show in extreme detail here behind the velvet rope. So this Friday, January 20th, MTV is taking you inside the lives of six fierce West Hollywood friends. 
That's right, the real friends of WeHo. We have our good friend Brad Goreski. Did you guys love Brad on the Rachel Zoe project? You get to see inside his marriage with Gary and see a side of himself that you just can't miss. We have Todrick Hall. I mean, listen, Todrick is ready to tell his side of the story. My God, there's so much out there about Todrick. I, I loved watching him on Big Brother, I'll be honest. Television super host James Vaughn, rising actor Curtis Hamilton, Dorian Renaud, and Joey Zosdick. Do you guys know? Here's a little fun fact. Joey is really close. You know who Joey's really close with in real life? Our very own Miss Meredith Marks. So listen, you got to watch. It's listen, it's six gay guys in WeHo. Yep, that's right. So listen, if you love Housewives, you're going to love this. So don't miss the real friends of WeHo, all part of MTV's new Friday nights after RuPaul's Drag Race, Friday, January 20th at 9, 8 central on MTV. You know, and that's the problem that a lot of models make. They're like, oh, I cannot believe I didn't book this runway show or this booking. But it's not that you're not good. Every client knows what they're looking for. You know, you may think you have the perfect nose. They may want a different shaped nose. You may think your hair is perfect like this and they may want an afro. So it's all depends what the clients want. And I, I got to a place where I understand that. And it, it's good when you know. What about, did you see anything like CD? You know, you hear like the, I mean, in every business, but especially in modeling, you hear like all the casting couch stories. So especially nowadays, you hear so many stories. Oh my God. I have so many horror stories, like me going to parties, being exposed, like in seeing people doing drugs. And it's like, also, um, it was a lot of like photographers. They tried to get you to go naked. Uh, people tried to touch you. It's, it's, it's chaos. Like this whole modeling world, it's, it's beautiful. It's amazing. It brings you lots of money, but there is also a dark side to it, I believe. And this is why with my child, with my children, I said, no, everyone's asking me, oh, your daughter should be a model. I said, nope. Your son should be a model. Nope. So. Just because of, you know, what the industry is. Oh my God. Yeah. There is a very, very, there is a side of it. That's like really dark. What do you think about like modeling today? Like you have like the, you know, the Kendall Jenners and like the Gigi Hadids and like now it's all, you know, there's a lot of famous families and now we have these daughters that are. Yeah, I feel like modeling today. I mean, it's still, it's still hard work because even all of these influencers, all these models that already have their family setting up the route for them. I feel like these girls, like at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how you get introduced to it. You still have to work hard. At the end, of, you, you're not the only person. Like Gigi, she's beautiful. Even though I know it probably was easier for her to get into the whole thing because of her family. But at the end of the day, if she didn't really put the work in, she wouldn't get to where she needed to get. Like you don't just because you're pretty. Oh. I'm a model. No, it takes, it takes a lot of work. You got to get up. You got to work out. You have to watch what you eat. Like right now, I'm pretty much like, I, I mean, after two kids, (laughs) I mean, I'm still a model, but after two kids, oh my God, I see. It's not easy to lose the stomach. It's not. It is not. Let me tell you. And COVID (laughs) has not, I'm still like recovering from COVID. Just let's put that out there. What about- Did you ever catch COVID? Well, I mean, I've, I just from like, I'm saying, well, yes, I did have COVID. I'm saying from like eating, like, I just like, I, it's hard to get rid of like what you eat. You're like, God, if I knew it was this hard, it was never this hard. Like 10 yeah. years ago, you're like, man, yeah. I would have done things a little differently. After my son, I used to just eat anything. And after my daughter, I'm like, 
oh my God, I drink water, I get bigger. What's going on? It's not even about big. I just feel like I'm getting more tired. I'm more sleepy. I get fatigued. I, it's crazy. Can you hear my daughter in the background? I'm so sorry. I could, but it doesn't bother me. Oh, okay. Because the nanny is on the way now. We have a very natural feel in this podcast, which I think is why people like listening. I love well, it. What about, you know, the first incarnation of Real Housewives in, of Miami, 2011 is when it started. I mean, you were still young at that time. Like, do you remember, like, were you aware of Real Housewives of Miami back then? Oh, my God. I used to be obsessed with Atlanta. That's, that was my men, the men friends that I used to just watch and watch. Like, I love Nini. I love Kenya. And in Miami, like, I used to love, um, well, I still love Alexia, but when I used to watch it before I got on the show, like, Larza was always somebody that I like, Alexia, Marisol, um, the one that was the dentist, was it Karen? Karen, yeah. I met her, she was super nice. Some of the ladies I met just through events, I didn't really know them, but I used to watch the show. Like, Lisa was amazing, like, I, I watched the show. But I never picture myself to be on the show. I just always think, oh my God, these women are crazy. Like, why are they fighting so much? Why are they arguing so much? I never in a million years thought I would be part of the show. Like, I just never really, I was never a TV person. I just wanted to be a model, focus on my kids. I'm very private. And then now I'm like, oh my God, what happened to me? Well, how did you start like getting in with this group? Like, did you know someone specifically? Like, who, who did you know before? Well, I knew Gertie. I knew Gertie before. I met Alexia. I met Marisol. Um, obviously, Miami is a very social place. Um, we are socialites here. So we go out. We all end up, we all always end up the same event. It's like the same thing. So even if we were not friends, friends, talking every day, but we knew each other at some point, like just by going to all these events and, you know, communicating to each other. So, yeah, I knew some of the ladies already. Did you know what you were getting into? Because like you said, like you watched the show and it was all the fighting and the drama. Like, did you really know what you were getting into with this Real Housewives? To be honest with you, I was not prepared. I decided to join the show. I was like, well, I would rather regret. Five years from now, I would rather say, you know what? I tried it. It was not my thing. Or instead of me, didn't give it a shot. And now I'm like, what if? I, I'm not a, I'm not that type of person. I don't want to go back and say, oh, I should have, or what if I have done that? No, I will do it. If it work out, it work out. You don't work out. Okay, I try. No regrets. Move on. That's it. Next. So what do you think about your whole, you know, season four has come and gone. Like we're heading into season five soon. Like what was the experience like for you so far? Season four, I was really a newbie. I had no idea. I was, I was just really being me in the show. That's the, like, I'm, I'm myself. Like the kiki you're gonna see is the kiki you're gonna get. This is me every day. Um, there is nothing fake about it. Like season four, the same way you saw me, I was just there. But now I understand, I'm like, oh, okay. So I get it, I get it. So it's gonna be a way much better season for me this season. That's what so many people say that I've talked to. Like for you really, a lot of people say after the first season, like I didn't really know what to expect. I was like a deer in headlights. And then you're like, now I know how to play the game. Right. Like, it's not even a game. It really is like, sometimes you get there, you drink, and then somebody's talking to you. You're just like, 
I'm drunk, you know, but it's okay to get drunk, but you still need to be aware because why get drunk? You have to be able to communicate to your friend, not just staring at them like, I'm drunk, I don't want to have a conversation. So now I'm learning, you know, so don't just, you can get drunk and have fun, but don't just freeze, you know, find the camera, talk, engage. Do you have a high, like, was there something that stuck out as positive? Like, what's your favorite thing that, about yourself or season four, the season that already happened? Is there something that you really enjoyed? Um, uh, from season four, I enjoyed the Hampton trip. For me, I feel like the Hampton was like the highlight of the whole season. It was just fun. We all in the same house. It was not like, oh, this is different little um um hotels room no it was like we all get up breakfast together on one table dinner together so it kind of bring us closer i think the hampton the trip was the highlight of the of the season for me at least what about a low just like something that you don't you just want to forget i don't understand i'm sorry like something that was just like the opposite of a high, like a negative where you're just like, this was the worst part of the season. Um, the worst part of the season. For me, the worst part of the season was the whole conversation with about Kanye's dick. It was just annoying. And then again, like I'm so new, I'm sitting here like, are we really talking about dick? Like, and I talk about dicks all the time. But there is someone here that talks more about dicks than me and she's older. Oh my God, Adriana's crazy. Like, it was just like, we had a public restaurant. We're supposed to be here looking for a man for me. And we are sitting here talking about Kanye's quest thing. So I understand Lars's part that the whole thing that happened, she didn't want to talk about it because at the end of the day, these were her friends. Her kids still are still friends with these people, with this family. So when you're bringing these things up, we on the show, you don't know how it's going to come out. At the end of the day, she's sitting with us. They're going to think she was part of that whole conversation, but she really didn't want to have it. And Adriana kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And he was like, can you just give it up? Let's just stop talking about dicks. Like, like okay, you saw, you saw Kanye's dick. Like, let it go. So I was very annoyed. That's why I went and like, I, I mean, I said so much, but obviously... Nothing like these things didn't really get, you know, get on. But I was pissed. I was really, really, really annoyed. So there's this new company I discovered called Innovative Extracts. And just by listening to this podcast, they're giving my listeners 40% off their first order. If you head to www.ie-cbd.com and use promo code VELVET at checkout. And let me tell you about Innovative Extracts. They offer a wide variety of CBD and THC products. You have so many options to choose from. And I love, to me, it's like they're like a one-stop shop because I need help with everything, okay? But listen, they have stuff for anxiety and mood improvement, improved sleep, inflammation, pain relief. And I also like that they have like a lot of their products can, you can take them in a lot of different ways is what I'm trying to say. They have creams, vapes, gummies, and these drops that you put under your tongue. So whatever your preference is, they've got it. I mean, life is hard, right? We all need a little help sometime. They have a full line of Delta 8, 9, and 10 THC products. Everything's legal and it doesn't require any medical card. And it's available to ship to most states. So it's as simple as this. Just visit their website, i.e., cbd.com and you get 40% off today by using promo code velvet at checkout 40%. How great is that? Why do you think Adriana is so obsessed with like Larsa's past with the Kardashians? I don't 
don't know. That's a question we should ask Adriana, right? We should invite Adriana on this. No, like, why is she so upset with her? Obsessed with her? That's a question I would love to know too, because the whole time it was like, how's this butt? How's this this? How's this that? I don't know why, because it's, it's it's nine of us, you know? She could pick anybody else. Why Larza? She kind of came for Larza. She, she's still coming for Larza. <laughs> I heard I heard that the new season there is a lot that she still is coming for Larsa. She just is well her... it's going to be an amazing season. Is it? Everybody bought it. Everyone. How do you think the new season coming up is was is different than the last season? I feel like we are closer this time. We were close last season. You're going to see we are way closer as a group in general. And then I think we all kind of got to know each other a bit more because some of us were really, really good friends and some of us were kind of like new friends or people that we hang out with but was not really that tight. But um, this time, I feel like all of us, we like, it's like a whole connection. It's like when we all together, we all together. But then when it just, everybody's like, Whew. Oh, it's 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 a lot. Was there one person who kind of shocked you the most of, for this upcoming season that just kind of was like, whoa, where did this all come from? Um of course, Adriana. <laughs> Adriana. Adriana, she's she never disappoints. Do you yeah. think that, well, do you think, you know, cause like there was a lot of talk when it first came back cause Adriana and Marisol, you know, we, we know them from the past and they were, they're friends. They're not full-time housewives. Like, do you think Adriana is gunning for that full-time status? I, mean, I feel like at the end of the day, most, well, me, to be honest with you, I'm totally fine where I am because I'm like, I'm still young. I have the platform. I'm, I'm happy. I'm just happy to be with my friends and whatever. And I'm the type of person that believe what God has in store for you, you don't rush it. Sometimes it starts slow, you know? So I'm, I'm totally comfortable. If, if tomorrow I wake up and I'm like, oh, Kiki, you you housewife, I'll be like, oh, great. This is what, this is the path for me. But if it takes me another few years to be afraid I'm totally okay with it because I know no matter what what's for me is gonna happen you know so I'm enjoying I'm just enjoying being with all the ladies and just have fun for me it's fun like the whole show it's fun for me so um I'm just enjoying it but to be honest I think Marisol is also okay with being afraid even last season I think she's fine um, but Adriana, I think, is more like she's like gunning, like she, 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 you know. But sometimes you just have to do what you have to do, deal with it, and then if God wants to place you higher or lower, like let God decide. Just enjoy the moment. That's exactly what I'm doing. That's such a good attitude. And to your point, when you say sometimes it takes longer, I mean, it took Miss Marlo Hampton 10 years to get her peach on Atlanta. So only 10 years. I thought it was like 13 years. No, Just 10. Oh, wow. See, there's always hope. This is a way to look at it. Like, but maybe for Marlo, her end goal was maybe Marlo just took it how it is and say it's going to happen when it needs to happen, you know? And that's how I'm just looking at it. Like, 
I don't care. I know some people say, oh, we want Kiki to be a main wife. And I appreciate everyone. I appreciate all my friends. And I love all the love and support. But at the end of the day, only God knows when I'm ready for whatever it is. You know, I'm in this position for a reason. And I'm just going to enjoy it. What else can I do but to have fun? Is so. that the main thing that was different for you in this next season? Because you said, like, in the first season, did you feel like you were just drinking and drunk and didn't really, I mean, listen, we've all been there. I get it. When I get really, I'm the type, like I'm a quiet, like I'm not quiet, but then I am quiet. Like when I really get drunk, I don't say anything. I'm so in my own head. Is that the difference? Like in the first season, you really just felt like you were drunk all the time. The thing is with me, with the first season, and even in the second season too, like I'm a funny, a lot of people don't know this about me. If you're looking at my photo on Instagram, you're going to say, oh, Kiki always have like a resting bitch face. That's what I get. But when you get to know me, I'm a ball of fun. Fun, fun, fun. So, and I don't watch my mouth. I say whatever comes out. And then after that, I'm like, oops, oh my God. Like the whole goat thing. It's a question. I know people are like, oh my God, it's stupid. It's this and that. But when you drink, sometimes you want to ask something. I don't know how it comes out like that, but I don't regret saying it. It's a question. I, I really wanted to know. But everybody, all the girls, like they know, like I'm just a fun person. I just want to have fun. So when I was there, I was drinking. I mean, it's free alcohol why waste it you know but i was I'm, i was always the one that saying the funniest shit like just saying things talking about dicks all the time because i'm single i'm recently single and remember i had a child at such a young age i didn't really and i've been on my own at such a young age also i didn't really get to enjoy my youth i didn't really get to enjoy my teenage years i was forced to grow up so when i'm in my 20s I was still living like I'm 50 with all the responsibilities. Now that I'm I'm in my 30s, life is a little bit more like better. So I'm like, okay, this is when now I'm like going back to living my 21 year old. Because I never was, I, I was never able to live my 18, 19, 21, how people go out and have fun and get drunk. No, it was always serious, work, work, work and make money and take care of my family. So now I'm in a place where my kids are getting older, I'm able to afford to get a nanny. I'm able to do me. So why not go places and relieve my 20s? And that's exactly what I'm doing. If somebody don't like it, then fuck you. Exactly. Do you feel different? Because like you said, I mean, you are really young compared to this group of, like you're 33 compared to this group of women. Like, do you feel that? Because I've talked to other people that are your age with a bunch of older women. You know, I'm not saying they're old. I'm just saying there is an age difference. Like, do you feel that? Um, actually, no, I don't feel the age difference and I'm not 33. I won't tell you my exact age. Again, that's the internet that say I'm 33. I'm a little older than 33, but because I'm so mature, even being in the group, I could be with the oldest person in the group and still I'm very mature. When it's time to have fun, I know how to let go and have fun. But when it's serious and I'm around people where I need to be more like, then I, I can do that too, because that's how I was my whole entire life almost. So it just, I know how to get loose, but I'm always serious and funny. Well, you I seem- hope you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. 
it all makes sense. Do you think this season is different in the sense of like a lot of people said, you know, as they watched it, a lot of people said they felt like last season was all about Alexia. Like, you know, she, the lot of the story was about Alexia, like in her late husband, you know, and the fact that he was gay, I mean, bisexual, like, you know what I mean? Like the whole season seemed to be about Alexia. That's what a lot of people said. Do you feel that that was last season too? Did you get that sense? Well, to be honest with you, I don't think the whole last season was solely about Alexia. I just feel like Alexia had a lot going on. And then this is a rebuke. People need to be able to go back. And I mean, they knew her ex-husband. They knew about all of these people that came up. People need to understand that this is what happened. And because remember, Maybe the show got canceled and then all this thing was happening and it was probably on the press, not like in the press, not like this nowadays, but back then there was still news talking about the girls, you know? So maybe the people needed, and I'm happy they did. The people needed closure. They wanted to hear what's going on in Alexia's life, what's going on in Lars's life, what's going on in Lisa. And I just feel like Alexia had more to say, you know, at the end of the day, it's all about your story, what you put out and the stuff she was putting out, even me, I was like shocked, like, whoa, I didn't know that. Oh my God, I didn't know that. So, but again, she had to tell her story. And and these are very interesting. <laughs> she, she's a very interesting woman. I love Alexia dearly. Very interesting. She did have a lot going on and it was interesting. She's such a strong, a strong person. I admire Alexia for that. She, I kind of see myself as like a young version of, no, she's really, she's been through a lot. She has Whoa, been through. I think Marisol too. Yeah, Marisol been through so much too. Have you, did you grow closer to anyone in particular during this upcoming season five? Like, was there someone that you just were like, I just grew closer to this one particular person? Um. Yes. If I have, well, I was already close. I was very close to Marisol last season, and I'm still close to Marisol. But I connected with Larza so well this season. It's like, like we are, but we are friends, like very good friends, but it's like, like I connected so well with her this season. It's, it's, um, I, I was the closest to her this time. Well, oh, I'm the closest to her. Not I was, cause I'm still close to her. <laughs> well, what do you think of, you know, she's apparently dating Michael Jordan's son now. Is she? That's who she is rumored to be. That's yes. what I'm reading in the press too. But you know, you don't believe everything in the press. Like I went out with my gay friend and everybody was like, this is my boyfriend. I'm like, okay, well, okay. But you know, the people spread rumors. You can like nowadays you cannot even go out with your friends. Is she dating him? I don't think so because I'm with her all the time. Like I will know. But again, people spread rumors. You cannot even take photos with one person nowadays. To your point, I don't think anyone really does know. But yes, that is the rumor that she's dating Marcus Michael Jordan. Song. That's the same rumor I heard, too. I don't think it's true. You don't. Well, if it's not true, what you're both, you're two, you said you're recently single, Larsa single. What type of guy, you know, if you had to play matchmaker for your new friend, Larsa, that you grew closer to, and she's not dating Michael Jordan's son, Marcus, which you don't think is true. What type of guy, like who, who would you think to fix Larsa up with? That's a very interesting question you ask because um, 
very interesting. Um, no, like what I will set Larza up with, me knowing her, she already got her money. She got her shit together. I think she just needs someone young and fun because she's been married all these years. Right now, she just needs to take a couple of years off and just have fun. And I will totally, one second, my nanny just came and she picked her. You can get her. Yeah, one second. Please. Okay. You want to meet her? Sure. <laughs> Hold on, Bring her second. on. <laughs> one second. Summer, why are you screaming? You want to say hello? Hi. <gasps> say hi. Summer, say hi. Look, look. look. Hi. Say How hi. are Bonjour. you? Bonjour. Bonjour. Hi. She's so cute. Bye, bye. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. Go, go, go. Yeah. She's so She's she was doing very good. She was in the room by herself and she didn't. I really didn't hear it. Yeah. You hardly heard her. Yeah. I think Larza will need, if, if, like, if I am to hook her up with someone, it will be just like a young model who just want to have fun. Somebody, not too young, but someone who's like very mature, but fun. She doesn't need all that extra, extra stuff. What about, so someone young, someone fun, like a young model, anyone like who, who famous, anyone famous that we know, like just off the top of your head that you think would be a good fit for her? Um, no, I can't think of anybody right now, but I would assume like someone like, well, I know she liked black guys. Like a young, hot black model. What is that that model name again? Tyson is too old for her. Um, a young model. What's his name? I don't know. I don't know who you're thinking of. Yeah, no, I, I, well, my, I'm busy on the phone, so I would have looked him up. But um, yeah, but some someone young, like a young, hot black model that's popping right now. You know, like someone in like she needs she needs action. She needs someone hot, someone who's gonna take care of her who's gonna make sweet love to her um and then that's it and then when she's ready for something real again then she can find a nice guy who have they like a nice guy but right now she just needs to chill enjoy the divorce and have fun with lisa so now it's me her and lisa the three well and you say tyson because i saw you did just post a picture with tyson beckford that's who you're referring oh, to tyson <laughs> tyson beckford is hot he is hot. Hi, Tyson. Hi, Tyson. <laughs> you're, you're saying call me. So I think you're interested in Tyson. He's a friend. Oh, Tyson is a friend. I mean, who's not interested in Tyson? But again, when you're friend with someone, you need to know your barrier and your limit. So we're friends. And he's too old. Oh, trust me, you'll know when I start dating. Because it's not going to be a regular, normal guy. So you'll know. You'll be the first one to know, I promise. And you, uh, thank you for that. And you think Tyson right now is too old for Larsa? I mean, for right now, because I want her to have fun, you know? I feel like Tyson will be more like a serious, like, you know? Because Tyson, Tyson, Tyson is a very serious guy. Like, he's not like just running around. No, he's a serious guy. He's not a young, young model anymore that's like just looking to just have fun with someone. I'm sure if you meet people, you want to be in a good place with them. So, but I just feel like for what she, for what I would want for her right now, I wouldn't pick Tyson. Like, it will be someone 
who can provide that, that young fun, you go out, you have fun. And then after that, when it's time to make some adult decision, you get the right person, you know, just a fun person. We're talking about fun buddy. Okay. Well, like fun boyfriend. Like you said, you and Lisa and Larsa are the three. So do you guys go out? Oh, and Adriana is single too. Oh my God, we're all single. You guys are all single. Mm. But I'm mingling. I'm single. I'm still mingling. It just, I haven't found the one. I'm I'm still dating. I go out with people. Are you ready to, are you ready to settle down now? I don't know. I, I feel like it's all this. This is always a tough question because who knows when you're ready? Like, I don't just go around and be like, oh, I'm ready. Can you date me? When the person comes, there's that feeling that you're going to know. You will know. Like, this is the right person. Because I've been through it. I've met nice guys before. So right now, I just feel like all these people that I'm meeting, they're not giving me that hump. Like, that feeling that you feel, that drop. I, I don't have that yet. So just having fun and exploring. Well, like me, you are also a Gemini. So we Oh, my know. God. You're a Gemini? Oh, you're crazy. Takes when one to birthday? know June 9th. Oh my God. Wow. You're what, June 17th? 18. 18. This is another thing. They put 17. I'm like, who's writing these things? You see all these things that are wrong about you on, <laughs> on, on, on the internet? I swear. Well, crazy. Gemini's, we're, you know, we're, we're an interesting batch of people. We are, you are single? interesting. Yeah, yeah. They're going to fix me up when I, and they don't have to live in Miami, New York, where they can live wherever. I'm in LA before I'm in Miami. I, I, oh, okay. I, I live all over. New York is my home, but because of what I do, I can work anywhere. And so because I'm a Gemini, I like to, after like five months in one location, I need a little sweat. So wow, you're like anywhere. a social butterfly. Whenever you're in Miami, we gotta hang out. We have to I'm, find your boyfriend or two, oh, three. I'm listen. I'm I'm coming all winter. So good. L- line them up. Um, what about you? Mentioned Lisa. Like, how is Lisa doing? Because talk about headlines. I mean, her divorce is making a lot of the headlines. Lisa, to be honest, I seriously feel so bad for Lisa. Well, in the beginning, I felt really bad for her. But it takes time to go through all that feelings. You know, I feel like she's kind of like in a place now where she's learning, oh, this is a reality. Because when it first hit you, I've never been married before, so I've never been divorced. I know it's a topic that I may not have much to say on because I've never really been in that situation. But what is marriage? Marriage is really like, it's a paper that you sign. Like I've been with guys I'm engaged with and I've been with people seven, with, with, with men for like seven years. The only thing is that we're not married. So for me, it's the whole process of the breakup that's tough in general. It doesn't matter if you were married or not. Like when you're with someone for that long, and you go in through a breakup process, which in her case was a divorce because there are papers involved and there are kids. It's a very tough thing, you know, because I broke up my engagement about almost two years ago. And it was very hard, especially when there's kids involved. Like my daughter, dad, it was very, very hard. So I can only imagine what she was going through. But now I feel like it's starting to settle in like, okay, well, this is reality. This is what's happening. I have to get used to it now. The next step is to fight the divorce battle or whatever the divorce people do. I have no clue. Um, But I feel like she's in a place where she's putting herself out there now. I don't know if she's dating, um, but she's, 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 she's at least going out and meeting people and enjoying her life, which I'm happy for her. 
That's good. So, and she was really upset in the beginning. I mean, which is understandable. I mean, of course. I mean, who wouldn't? We all were upset. I'm upset. I'm still upset talking about it. Because the way Lenny did it, like, come on. It seems messy. Like, he says he didn't have this girlfriend while they were still together, but I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, I don't even, I don't know anything about the girlfriend. I, 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 like, everything that you read, that's what I read, too. It's just that because I'm friends with her, I'm able to just message her or call her and say, hey, I hope you're okay. I hope everything is working out. I'm sending well wishes your way. But I've never met the girlfriend. I've never seen her. I don't really... I don't know. You like don't run into Lenny in town. I I have it, you know, funny enough because I always tell myself if I run into Lenny, I'm gonna have few words to say, you know. But I've never seen him. You think Miami is so small and we all go out? I'm like, does he even go out? Like I don't see him anywhere. Anywhere. Like he's he's nowhere to be found. Where is Lenny? Lenny well, where are you? <laughs> and if you do see him, you're gonna actually give him a piece of your mind. Um, yeah, with Lisa's permission, yeah. Because a lot of the time what people don't understand, people go through these divorces in the beginning, it's tough, it's hard, but then you don't really know what space they're in right now. If they're like talking because of the kids, if they're trying to be cordial, and then now you, you are her friend, you go and you punch the husband in the face. They're like, why did you do that? We were just starting to get in a better place and now you fucked it up. So no, I, I will have to like talk with her first and be like, before it was kind of like, we all hit Lenny. So we don't know what happened for the past few months. So um, I can't just see Lenny and, Lenny and just punch him yet. I have to get Lisa's permit. That's a good point. No, it's true. It's like when you have two friends that are fighting and then, you know, you kind of take one side and say something to another person and the two friends are like best friends again and you're like I just told this person off for you and now I'm like in the middle of this when I didn't even want to be yeah that happens happen all the time and this is why I'm very very careful when especially relationships especially when they have kids somehow they're gonna need to find a way to be cordial because of the kids you know you can't keep fighting someone you can't I could just picture you and Lisa and Larsa out on the town at night. You guys are really great wing women for each other. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it, I can see that too. Going through this experience, like you had Garrity was new and you had Nicole was new and like Julia was new. Like you guys were all like, did that help? Like having Gertie there and like Julia and... Nicole, just because it was all of your first seasons together. Um, yeah, I mean, it was such a sign of relief to know that I'm not going through this first experience on my own. And I'm sure I was not the only one shaking like, oh, my God, what's going on? What do we do? You know, it was the first time for all of us. But I think we all we had each other's back because we are close. It doesn't matter if I know one of them for five years and the other one for six months or two months. We all have that natural closeness like whenever we see each other it doesn't matter what this one say about that one we're always gonna find a way to just support it's all about women supporting women we're gonna have petty drama we're gonna have all these nonsense that's going on but at the end of the day it's just drama it's gonna go it's gonna be over you know but a friendship is hard to find so it's always better to just set up the environment to be positive always but there's always gonna be chaos nobody said it's gonna be perfect 24 7 
No. Well, I think that's why the show works because a lot of these casts are not really close in real life. It's, you know, we pick someone from over here and over here and we assemble the cast and they don't really know each other. And you, I think the audience can tell, I think with this group, you all do really know each other, whether it's always good or bad. No, we are very close as a group. When we're close, we all get along and everything. We all laughing. And then one person will say one little thing and then it, the vibe and we're like what just happened and then now it's like two three different groups it gets crazy (laughs) do you have any idea because we hear rumors you know like i've read all these things about you on the internet which are not true oh do you know when you here well no i mean just not about the season just all these other things i quoted that you know you're 33 and now you say you're not and you know you're born on june 17th and it's really the 18th i mean these are my you know major facts that are just wrong do you know when the show is coming back into our lives to be honest with you i'm hoping soon um we don't have dates yet we don't know anything but we all just sitting here and just and spitting hoping something happens soon because we want to see what's what's gonna happen so but i think soon i think something's gonna happen soon i always i always hear december but i'm hearing december but i don't know if that's true but that's that's soon december soon i hope december or sooner but no like i really don't know like i really don't know i will i will at least give you a hint i really don't know was there any one thing that you were involved in or just that you saw in the new season that you were just shocked about? Like, oh my God. I mean, the whole thing is going to be shocking because it's Housewives of Miami and it's Housewives. But like, was there one thing where you're just like, oh, wow. Yeah, um, there were plenty of things that happened that I was shocked. And some of these things I had to like speak up. Like this time you're going to hear it's not going to be the same me just being like, oh, I'm just not going to talk. No, um, I'm more vocal. I talk more and um, I'm more opinionated. So um, it's going to be very different this time. So, yeah, but it was a lot of shock, shocking incidents, a lot this new season. What you do you have want- to really wait and see? <laughs> I'm not going to give you any hints. No. What do you, you want? Wait. Even me, I'm waiting too. Well, right, because you really don't know other people's stories that you weren't involved in, but I'm glad that we're going to exactly. see you more vocal. What do you want people to take away as they watch you this new season, be more vocal? Like, I what mean, do you want people to what say? What I want people to take away is that, listen, I'm a fun person. You're going to hear my truth. You're going to hear part of my life. But at the end of the day, just understand that no matter what you hear, it's my story. You can take it and run with it. You can laugh. You can whatever. Like I'm, I have no control at this point. I speak my, I spoke my truth, and this is me. And it's either you take it or you leave it. Like whatever. Love me, love me, or leave me alone. Did you grow up like? A, I mean, I'm not a huge tennis fan, but like you know, it still amazes me that you know when we when I heard Julia was going to be part of the show, I'm like, we're going to see Martina now. I mean, she's a legend. We're going to see Martina on this show, like for 10 seconds and we'll never see her again. Like, it still amazes me that she is part of this show. She was at a lot. I mean, for that's crazy to me. Did you grow up like a huge tennis fan? Like, do you have this appreciation of what an icon Martina is? I'm going to be completely honest. 
with you. And Haiti, you see how here in America, it's like everybody's like football, football, football. And Haiti, it's football for us, except it's the version of soccer, like it's soccer. So in Haiti, that's all we know. We breathe, eat, everything we do. I even wanted to play soccer. So I was never into tennis. So I'm going to tell you this right now. I know it's funny. I had no idea who Martina was. I cannot, I still cannot even say her last name. I had no idea. I'm so sorry, guys. I didn't know who Martina was. But when I saw Julia, Julia was super nice. And then I met Martina. Martina was amazing. But I just didn't know who she was. And then now when I went and I was like, oh, okay, let me see who Martina. And I'm like, whoa, this is a big deal. But I didn't know. I did not know who she was. Like, I, I never heard of that name before until the show started. And I'm not lying. I'm just being honest. You can look at me like I'm being, um, I'm, just, I'm just being honest. Like, I know I'm going to be like, I can't believe she didn't know Martina. Listen, there's a lot of people in the world that I don't know. It's all depend what, some people may not know Naomi Campbell, but she's a fashion icon. But if you're not in the fashion industry, you're not going to really give a damn. So because I was not into this whole tennis industry, like, I don't know. I don't understand it. All I know is people just throwing balls and, you know, I, I don't get it. Um, I don't understand it. That doesn't mean that me not knowing who Martina was makes me a bad person. It's just like, it's not my field. It's not my industry, you know? So. Well, I don't know who these people are that don't know who Naomi Campbell is, but I do not want to <laughs> you know. I do not want to know them. Okay. So let's just. Naomi Campbell was a, was a, uh, uh, an easy one. Everybody knows her, you know, she was, that was an easy example, but, um, yeah. Did you know who Leah Black was from the first incarnation? Like, do you know Leah Yes, Black? I Is love it? Leah, you know, I love Leah. I watch her from, from the previous season. My son is here. I'm sorry. But it's okay. We'll wrap up in a few minutes anyway. He oh, can no, come no, say no. hi if he wants. It's up. No, no, no. That's actually not oh. my son. That's, that's the nanny coming back with the. Wow. Oh. What this was is I saying? Isn't this I'm fun? Normally, I get so nervous when I'm doing these things, but you make it feel so, you know, I only want to do podcasts with you now. Listen, first <laughs> of all, you can come on here. I've had, listen, I've had Gertie was here, Alexia. I've had, it was a time that you came, you know, you'll have to come back once the new season comes on too. And as of things course, develop. Of course. Yeah. When the, when the drama start unfolding, then I can explain myself. We can do, well, actually we can do it in person because I'm going to be in Miami because I, I have a studio there. So we'll do it. And then in we person. can drink and it'll be more interesting. We can drink before we can drink during, we can drink after. I love your cup. I want one. I'll send you one. It's, what does it's it the say? podcast. Oh, it wow. says behind the velvet rope. This is my logo. Why is my picture not on it? I see a lot of fashion. fashion well, you know, we're going to have to add <laughs> your picture yet. here. Six times. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? So you knew Leah Black from like the first, you know her from like around town or because I know she makes an appearance. I, I did not know Leah Black personally, but I've been an event where I've seen her, but I, I don't know her. Like, I don't know her personal. Were you there when she, I mean, she has, apparently is in part of the new season. That's the rumor. Um, that's the rumor I heard too. Like, I don't know. Because remember, like a lot of the time we film and we don't know what's happening elsewhere. So I, I have, I, this is a rumor for me too, but that would be so fun. So, so it's, I'm exciting if she's on for real. 
I think it's fun. You you need an appearance. Hi, you need an appearance by Leah Black and Real Housewives of Miami. That's just you just do right. Yeah, I think I think she's amazing, and I'm sure her fans are waiting to see what she got to say, and they want updates. So I'm happy. I'm happy that she's she. If she is back, I'm happy. Have you heard from anyone? Like you said, you were a huge fan of Atlanta, like, you know, growing, like, or did you reach out to anyone now that you're in this Bravo universe? Like, have you heard from anyone in particular? Or did you, you know, did you have like one of those moments of like, I can't believe I'm talking to this person or just in general? Um, No, not yet. What I realized with this franchise, like, even if somebody is on like a different state, they all, all of the ladies are so nice. Um, uh, Lisa Barlow has yeah. been amazing. We chat all the time. Um, Drew, Drew, Drew is super nice. Chanel Ayn is super nice. Like I've not all of the ladies, but Nini, I've been following Nini forever. She doesn't follow back, but she, because she probably don't know me yet, but she's like an OG, you know, we look up, like I look up to these girls like, oh, wow. Um, Garcelle, Garcelle for me, Garcelle is like a whole role model. Like not only she's from the same countries as me, but she set up this whole platform and she's such a positive, like I've never heard anything bad about Garcelle. So this is someone that I, as a younger person who come from Haiti, I'm like looking up to her like, oh, hey, I'm following her. Of course, she's not following back yet, but okay. Um, I like Garcelle and Mia, of course. I think Mia is amazing. I like Mia. From Potomac. And Mia's great. And Garcelle really is kind of like a role model, right? She is from Haiti also. And she yeah. brings, you know, that. And so she's kind of like a role model. Yeah. So I I see Garcelle as a role model. Like if Garcelle ever... I met Garcelle too. We were at a charity event in Miami. I met her. We took a picture together. We spoke Creole to each other. And... Um, but I don't know her like that yet. So again, thanks take time. I'm sure one day I'll meet her and we'll be able to sit down and have a great conversation and talk about our past and Haiti in general. She is a good role model because I agree. You never hear anything bad about Garcelle. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. She is like the top person that in the housewife franchise that I actually look up to. Yeah. Do you watch, and then we'll wrap up. Do you watch these other friends? Like, do you watch, did you watch this past season of Beverly Hills? Lisa Barlow, you say, are you watching like, you know, Mia Potomac is back. Salt Lake is on. Do you watch these? I mean, not that you need to, you're busy. Just right. Um, yeah, I don't really watch much too much TV. Like even the Miami reunion, I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> so I need to like go and watch it. Um, but um, no, I do. I started watching, I started watching um Dubai, but I couldn't finish it. Uh I watched part of Beverly Hills, I couldn't finish it. Potomac, I started yesterday. I hope I get to finish it. I mean, so far, so good. The first episode is like, oh my God, wow. You know, all these girls are like, they bringing it. Um, Atlanta, I started watching it too until like that trip to Jamaica. And I just, I, I, I just, I don't, it's just, I don't have the time. Remember, I'm, not only I'm working, I have two kids and I have my mom I take care of. And I have to, like, I'm by myself. I have no husband. Like, I have to like provide. So I'm always going around. Listen, if I, I love all these shows, I watch them for work now myself. Like I don't watch and then I have to catch up when someone's coming on. So I get, it's a, it's a, it's a time commitment, right? Yeah. No, it's very, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot. There's a lot of shows I want to watch, but just no time yet. 
like I'm obsessed with um, Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise. I love that show on Peacock. Love, Love Island, USA. Big Those Brother. Are- I just finished. Oh my god! Like, I love watching TV. Just I don't have the time to watch TV. Big Brother is great. And don't even get into any of the Netflix reality shows. (laughs) No, we're not doing any of those. (laughs) You will like lose weeks of your life. So just don't even go there because it's so like. I still need to watch Game of Thrones. Like, I'm like, what is the hype? Did you watch it? You know what? It's not my type of show. Everyone's like, just give it a chance. You'll, I'm like, I watched like 20 minutes of it and I'm like, I couldn't get into it. And I'm like, why am I trying to force myself to watch more TV? I don't have time. That was me with Game of Thrones. But I'm like, everybody's talking about it. It's not like if I go on the internet, I already don't know what's going to happen. Everyone is telling you what's going to happen next because they watch it already. So I don't need to waste my time. There's, there's, there's too much out there. There's too much, you know? And I, right. I, I watch Housewives for a job now. I mean, I do enjoy it, but I, it's, my, it's a job. So there's no time for anything else, really. Maybe I need to watch Housewives every job. <laughs> well, listen, you and I are going to hang in Miami in the winter. You're going to- I'm I mean, going to get you drunk. Get ready. Listen, honey, it does it. Listen, what is your drink? Mine is Grey Goose or Belvedere in a martini glass with just a lime twist. No vermouth, just straight up. That's my drink. See, this is the part where you're going to hate me. I'm a wine type of girl. But however, Marisol cockies, the way she's been introducing me, the only cocktail I drink is when Marisol fix it because she fix it so good. She's very, Marisol is like a whole bartender. No, seriously. So I only drink cocktail when Marisol picks the cocktail. It's a hard skill to do like a, a good cocktail, right? It's not easy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know anything. So I cannot tell you what a margarita is, what a, like, I don't know the names. If I see the drink, I'm like, oh, that drink looks good. I'll drink it. Oh, I had it. It was so good, but I don't remember the name of it. Like, I cannot go to a bar and say, I would like one margarita. I don't even know how a margarita look like. Because I'm a wine person. Like, I used to own a wine store. I love wine. Well, listen, we can get drunk. You can drink wine. I'll drink my martinis. <laughs> right. Like, it's, I, 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 I could drink wine for the night. That's wine, too. I, I, I love wine. I'm pretty No, crazy. what I'm going to do, we're going to mix all the drinks. I'm going to get you on wine first, then cocktail, then champagne, and then we're going to get you drunk. You know, and you can invite some eligible gentlemen out with us for the oh, evening. Oh, we will have those. A lot to, for you to choose from. That's, you know, see, I'm, I'm liking this already. No, come, we'll have a night out. We'll I am. Fun. We'll do it when I'm there and we can do another Where do you stay when person. you come here? Which area? I'm staying I like near like South Beach, near like in the 20s. That's, oh, perfect. I, I arranged it. Yeah, I, I arranged it like a few days ago. And like you're going to stay for ago. two months. Yeah. I'm g- I mean, I'm going to work. I'm going to be doing this every I day. I mean, I'm but- like, I want you alive. I want to go somewhere and just say, I'm not coming back for two months. <laughs> I'm going That's to LA. I'm going to LA for January and then Miami for like March, for February and March. LA is nice in January. It's cold, but not too freezing. I need I like that to too. So, so we're going to go out and we'll, we'll have fun. Of course. You could bring some of your friends with us, whatever you want. I'm going to bring some of my friends for you. Okay. 
and I'm going to keep <laughs> my eyes open for you. Um, anything else you want to cover before we go? Thank you for answering all my questions. I like to give people a chance at the end if you want to bring anything else up. No, I'm totally fine. Next time, go harder on me. And I appreciate that you went low. You went slow and kind of like trying to get me to get there. No, go hard on me next time. There's a lot of things that people don't know about me. And I feel like the show didn't really showcase my story. People are going to get to see more of me this season. But whatever you need to know, just ask me next time. Like, it doesn't matter. I have no limit. If I can't answer something, I'll just be honest with you. Like, hey, there's a situation here. The person don't want me to talk about it. But no, I'm very open. I'm like an open book. I'm a Jimmy and I love to talk, you know? Well, I'll go harder on you. And I'm going to go harder on you about all your castmates too, especially if the show's on. I'm sure. Yeah, of course. All, you know. No, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. It's I part mean, of the world I'm in. It's my part God, of I the world your you're in, you do? Yeah. But my thing is with if my If I body, knew I'm any sure. single straight men, I would fix you up. But I mean, I don't think I did. Ah, sweetie, kill, it could be a gay man too. I'll take it. We have like, like a, we have like three I'm or four straight the process, men. So I'm working on it. Like at this one, I'm like girls, boys, I'll take them both at the same time. Maybe I know some girls for you. Hey, why I, not? I know a girl for you, but she apparently is dating someone now. Okay. Maybe she can date me too. Is she married to that person? You know who? Well, it's, she was on Housewives, Orange County Ooh. Housewives, Bronwyn, Bronwyn Wyndham That's my Park. best friend. You and Bronwyn. I forgot to mention Broadway earlier. That's my best friend. No, no, I'm serious. That's really? she's one of my best friends. We talk, we have dinner all the time. And that's even before she was on Housewives. We love her. Really? Oh, that's right. Because yeah, she's she from because she's from her. Florida. Yeah. And she lived her the her condo is like two buildings away from where I am. As soon as you said, like, okay, girls, I'm like, well, I have someone, but she actually is with someone. But see, see, like, we're she kind was of in Miami last month. I was supposed to have dinner with her actually around the 22nd, the 24th, but last minute I was not feeling well, so I couldn't do it. But she actually wanted me to come to New York right now. She was like, just come to New York, let's hang out. Or come I'm to seeing LA. her for, di- you need to come to, I'm seeing her for dinner. She's back, I think, like October or something. Talk to her about dinner. me. Say, say I you will. Know, she'll tell you. She's, she's, I, I will. She's, she's amazing. I love her. We love her. Wow. We love yeah, her. I think I, I hope she comes back. I hope. I think she's, she would she's, be. I think so. I think so. I think she just needs to clear and clean up her whatever, get back in a good place. And but that's one thing that I love about housewives, too. It's like something can happen in your life where you can't be there. And then you got to go. And then after that, once they see you back, because they want people to see you, you're not a perfect person. Things happen in life. And then once you manage to get back on track where you can be that positive influencer, then they bring you back. And I love that about the franchise. They do. They the audience likes chances. Or they do. There are three chances or four chances. I love that. The audience needs that like full trajectory. But so even when life. you are fired, it's kind of like you fired. It's like a break. <laughs> That's what I'm seeing. It's like a lot of people, they leave and they come back after two, three years. They do. But that's why I'm happy that this cast is like intact. I think people are going to be happy that like no one's leaving. Like it's the same cast for Miami. For Miami. I, yeah. I think that was a good, that was a good choice. Yeah. I hope, I hope, and I hope it remains like that. I don't really know. Me I don't too. make those decisions, but I feel like we, as a whole, we have a very strong group and we are really friends. And uh, yeah. 
I've had almost all the Gertie I loved. I had her on. So it's like, we love her. Yeah, I love, I love Gertie. I love Gertie. Loved. Um, I know they didn't show us a lot last season, but we, we filmed, we filmed a lot. It just that some stuff make it on air, some stuff didn't. And we had our differences, but um, we're in a very, very, very good place now. Yeah. That's good. That's why I so like you're to like do it. You're like a good guy. You're not here to destroy me. I, I, I go hard on people a lot of the yet. time. I know. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, oh I'm, I'm very nice, but I go hard on people at times. Like I think when Larsa was on, she said something about Adriana and trashed, you know, but it's not me saying it. I just ask questions. But, but again, it's a job. You're doing your job. And I respect that. Yeah. Even if you ask me a tough question, I will not take it personally. I'll be like, oh my God, now I have to do this. But I will not, that will not affect me being your friend of our friendship or whatever it is that um, we started. But I like you. And um, when you come to Miami, we'll hang out. And wow. just don't take it easy on me. It's okay. Okay. I mean, I think I asked you everything. There was one or two things I might have gone easy No, but I love all of your questions. And it's so funny because I was not nervous at all. Normally, I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. That's my what God. people say. Nervous. They're like, we're not nervous with you. I don't know if that's good or yeah, bad. You're so easy and you're so calm. And it's almost like it's scary because I'm like, you're nice, but I know you for me, but you're doing your job. But then you make me feel so calm. I love that. I guess you. maybe, maybe you like the Gemini, Gemini thing. Maybe know. that's why people tell me the things sometimes maybe they shouldn't because they feel I'm so nice. Right. No, I think I think you're amazing. So we'll do I'll this. I'll send you. Yeah, I'll send you on Instagram right now and say thank you. So you'll see it's me. Of course. Of course. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. All right. Good chatting with you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was so great to meet you. And I can't wait to meet you in person. See We're you doing soon. it in person when I'm there. You're the best. Can't wait. Kisses. Love. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind the Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.